You are now listening to Uninformed Consent, where we provide uninformed information to an informed population. My name is DeMonte Whiting. My name is Eric Cruz, and we will be your hosts for this evening. Got it. Um, today is an interesting day because we have a very interesting topic that I want to discuss. I have not brought it up to you, Eric, yet. Yeah, but, this um, is like, I just have to go on the fly. Is this like an improv session? Right. It, it is kind of, a, it is an improv, definitely. Okay. Um, and, the, and the topic is mental health treatment and creativity. Ooh, so, I like this topic. Right? Right? That's a good topic. And the question is, does greatness, okay, and mental health issues go hand in hand? And if so, is therapy actually detrimental to a creativity? Hmm. Right? Mm. Now, when you say, like, greatness. Greatness. Are we talking uh, about, like, the billionaires of the world or just, like, the people that are famous for their artistic craft? Or maybe, like, both of them? All of them. All of them. Okay. Let, should, I, should I run off some names? Sure. All right, so let's start with Leonardo da Vinci. You know, he suffered from dyslexia. Uh, that's not a big one, but but let's go down. Michelangelo. Okay. Uh, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. Okay. Uh, Isaac Newton, bipolar and depression, possibly depression. Okay. Beethoven, um, bipolar and depression. Edgar Allan Poe, depression, alcoholism. Okay. Abraham Lincoln, depression and anxiety attacks. The list goes on and on, like Vincent Van Gogh, depression. I was going to say, yeah, how have you not listed Vincent Van Gogh yet? You know? Right. Like, is that just like too cliche? Yeah. <laughs> is that right. one too obvious? Well, I, mean, I mean, the man cut off his ear and like ate his own true. paints. And then he did like, didn't he like gift it to a stripper? I mean, I don't know. Maybe he didn't eat his own paint. I think that might have been a, like a myth. Like there's like Got this, it. you know, myth that. At some points, he was so poor he couldn't afford to eat, so he just ate his own paint, and that's like also why he was kind of crazy. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Yeah, that. that story I did not hear, but I definitely have to look it up. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, the list goes on and on, though. I mean, and then you come into like right now, you have like Kanye West, uh, bipo- diagnosed bipolar, right? You have uh, Robin Williams depression. You have Heath Ledger depression. You mm-hmm. have uh, who's Anthony the guy from Bourdain. Nevada? Oh, yeah. Not he wasn't from Nirvana, but Anthony Bourdain, the chef, right? Who had the reality television show, killed himself. Mm -hmm. Um, The guy from Nirvana was Kurt Cobain, right? Yeah. So is it, is it, is mental health issues and creativity connected? You know, is there a connection Mm -hmm. there? And if so, is treatment beneficial? Does it help? Like, does it help with the creativity or does it take away from the creativity? Um, Or, and on the other side, is it more important to have, um, good mental health at the detriment of your, you know, creative abilities. These are great questions. And then of course, also like we didn't cover the billionaires, right? Like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Uh um, you know, like Elon Musk, I don't know if it's true, but there's, you know, apparently a lot of speculation that like he would hardcore binge on cocaine and crack and have like 17 hour days. Um, you know, and would he be able to accomplish what he what he accomplished if he wasn't doing those substances as a stimulant boost to keep himself going? Interesting. Did those uh, stimulants help him be more creative and think outside of the box and accomplish what he's accomplished today? And what does it mean right. for all the people that use drugs and don't accomplish anything great? 
So you jump right into the drug part. So that's the other part too. There's mental health treatment, right? The whole like talk therapy. And it's also the a medication component to it. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's where I would say, yeah, that probably does have some impact on your creativity because I'm assuming that like, if, if you're like a, I guess they used to call it manic depression, but like manic depressive, but if you're like a, what is it? A bipolar one, right? Mm-hmm. Where um, your manic level is so high that sometimes you have to be hospitalized, but at the same time, it's during these times of mania where you are the most creative. Right. Right. Yep. And so if the purpose of the medication that you're taking, let's say, I think back in the day was with lithium. And mm-hmm. there's some there's some other options now. The goal of the medication is to balance you out. So you're not too low with the depressive side, but you're not too high with the manic side either. Right. Yeah. So that goal of the medication is to balance you out. And you're making all your greatest, you know, accomplishments when you're a manic. That's not going to work as far as your uh, could be so far as your career. You know? Yeah, it's it's not sustainable. I mean, unless you get to a point where you've accomplished such such amazing things that you're generating passive income from it, and then you can start taking medication and leveling yourself off. But I kind of then where I go with it is like, why is it that some people's manic episodes get rewarded and others don't, or they get even worse, they get punished, right? Why is it that one mm-hmm. person can become a billionaire or a rock star or a famous artist? And someone else is just like talking to themselves next to the dumpster. Right. And like what and how what is the difference between those two? And why does some people, you know, able to accomplish great things and other people, you know, are stuck in a life of self-loathing and suffering? Right. And and that may be a larger societal thing. Like maybe some people are I mean, people are born in different types of families. Right. You may be born in a family that has a lot of money so they can Mm -hmm. give you opportunities to to expand on that abilities that you have other families may not have it it's um, very true you could have better coping skills in terms of like for example like uh i think of people like uh i don't know richard Pryor grew up in the worst possible situation right um mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure you suffer from depression i don't i haven't looked up his um history too much but um instead of it's kind of like finding what you finding what works for you to overcome obstacles so like in his case making people laugh one gave him the attention that he may have wanted and it may and it may have also put him in situations where i don't know people wanted to see more of him and so it gave him opportunities to to make money with it right you just kind of go with it Mm -hmm. you know i I think i think that sometimes it has to do with the opportunities that you have sometimes it has to do with the uh the environment you grew up in um maybe your financial background i don't know yeah, and then I'm going to throw out one more that's a little more controversial. And I, and even as I'm going to say it, I don't like it because it's not really mm-hmm. in line with my values, to be honest okay. with you. And, like, okay. what if part of it is related to just, like, a skill set that you have? You know? What do you mean? Well, like, some people might inherently be more artistic or skilled at a certain thing. Right. And then we get into really dicey territory of like the question of nature versus nurture and how did someone develop that skill? Um, and no one exists in a vacuum and all these variables contribute. But like, let's just say you had two people that were in very similar circumstances, um, you know, uh, with all their like cultural identifying criteria just for mm-hmm. the sake of it. I mean, a lot of times it's like twins. I don't know. But OK. And one person just happens to be like a more skilled painter. Or a more skilled singer, you know? Right. And so there are manic episodes. People in, like, 
get rewarded and then the other person is like walking around screaming and and people find that to be very like obnoxious and so that person's life falls apart where the other person's like producing beautiful music with their manic episodes but each person is suffering from a similar problem and like equally right. struggling in some ways but you're saying that their talents are different so yeah their talents has- are different and that and i don't like that because i believe with like if you work really hard you can like you know fine-tune your skills and have these and I don't like the idea that some someone might be more talented than you, but like, but why do some of these people with these problems excel so well? Is it because they're inherently more talented in some way? I mean, like you look mm-hmm. at someone like, like even like athletes, you look at someone like Kobe Bryant and like you could bust your ass trying to be as good as possible at basketball and mm-hmm. you're not going to be as good as Kobe because there's some kind of natural talent that he had. And yeah, he also had to Is fine it, well, tune it and perfect it. But yeah. I don't know. Or or maybe it's not. I don't know. I just think right. it's it's worth considering. I think uh, that's that's an interesting one because like if we look back at Kobe, we look back at let's go back to Michael Jordan because I feel like I'm okay, the person Mike, that thinks that that uh, Kobe got a lot of his a lot of his skills from from watching and admiring Michael Jordan mm-hmm. from what I've seen. So if I go back to Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan wasn't the greatest basketball player. He he didn't he wasn't born with the talent to be the greatest basketball player. I think what he was born with was a Oh, even if he wasn't born with it, he just had this determination that that I want more. Like, if you're telling me that I'm not, I, I feel like with Michael Jordan, he had this, this, uh, and I, maybe it goes back to mental health, where he didn't like to be, it seemed that he didn't like to be um, looked down on, you know? Right. And right. so it's like, let's say I play basketball and you're like, yo, you suck. You're horrible at this game. And I want to prove to you that I'm better than you. I might work harder now. That might be the the motivation of fire that I need to get better at it. Sure. So he didn't. So I'm not sure if that's exactly the case with him. But um, if I were to put myself in his shoes, if that were enough motivation for me to play better, then you're not saying that I was automatically a naturally talented basketball player. You're saying that I was. Um, I felt slighted. I was determined to prove you wrong, mm-hmm. and that motivated me to become better at my craft. Right. Yeah, and, and then, I don't, and mm-hmm. I don't. When we're looking at like the top people in the world in any industry, I don't think talent is enough, right? Like we talk about the person that is like, you know, someone will say like, "Oh my God, they had such potential and they just wasted that talent," and that's because they didn't have that drive, right, to like p- prove themselves, kind of like you're saying, or like, you know, like Michael Jordan saying like, "I want to be better and always working hard towards at it, towards it." Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, what about the people that have that drive and just don't have that natural talent? So, like, we'll look at, um, like, Rudy, right? I know that's a movie based off a true story. Like, the guy's just right. too small to play football. But, like, they right. let him play because he's the one who's out there every day working as hard as he can because he loves it. And everyone finds that to be so admirable. But at the end of the right. day, like, he just doesn't have that natural talent that other people have. Right, so it's the drive then in that case, more yes. so than talent. But it, the drive right. can only take you so far. True, and talent can only take you so far. Right, because like, think about you think of, if I think about basketball players, there's probably a lot of basketball players out there that may be better than Michael Jordan. Who knows? But um, based on talent alone, mm-hmm. at least starting out, if on the equal playing field, starting out talent alone, they may be better than he is, but they don't have the drive. Right. So exactly. if you. So if we're comparing, I would say someone with the drive and the talent would be better than someone with just the drive. Sure. And so it's right. like this perfect storm of drive, talent, with a manic episode sometimes. 
maybe, maybe. Yeah. And then that person like scores the lottery. I don't know. And maybe they don't because they also suffer all the time. But like, you know. Right. Because I mean, like, I guess it makes me think of like Kanye West and like um, him dealing with with uh, with bipolar. Right. If you're like we, you and I know that if you're by, you're manic. One of the symptoms is that this sense of like superiority, like this sense of like uh, um, invincibility, sometimes you know. And so in his case, maybe it's when he's in that phase where he's he's interacting with people, and you know how people love confidence. So if you're interacting with people and you're like, I got the best music out there, nobody's better than me, you know. And that may be. Maybe that's what he needed to push him to interact with the people that he did interact with mm-hmm. to get to where he was, you know? Right. And whereas if he had not been, let's say he was on medication for his, for that years ago, he may have not, he may not have had that push to go out and do that because mm-hmm. he'd be too nervous about what do people think about me? Cause he does with that too. Like, what do people think about me? Why am I not as good as other people? You know? And some people take that in a different direction. Like I'm not as good as anyone else. So I'm just going to like sit in my room and that's what I'm going to do. But if he's in his manic phase, then he's going to go out there. And no matter what you tell him, he already knows I'm the best out there. What do you mean I'm not the greatest you know, musician, the greatest rapper, greatest producer? Show right. me, prove to me that I'm not the greatest one. You right. know? Yep. It's interesting. It's really interesting. But let's circle all the way back around to the beginning because you had some awesome questions in the beginning that I love. Right. And like, thank you for bringing these in today. It's like, does mental health treatment like take away from that creativity right you know right like an an example i could think of is i one time had a client that labeled his drug use as performance enhancement right and i can see that right but like also like you know mentally health mental health speaking wise the standard is like drugs are bad you know like like you don't illegal do cocaine. Drugs are bad. Yeah, illegal. Well, <laughs> we're talking about illegal drugs. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, uh, illegal yeah. drugs are bad, and you know, but because like how many also do you know that- going oh, back go to Elon Musk, like he abused illegal drugs, and look at everything he's accomplished. And right. would he be where he is today if he didn't abuse illegal drugs? And also, I guess it's possible he has not abused illegal drugs. I'm not Elon Musk's therapist. I don't know, mm-hmm. like. I don't have any evidence to prove he's done that. But like, if you Google it, there's a lot of speculation out there that he's done a fair amount. (laughs) So, you know, there's a lot of rumors around him and his drug use. I don't, well, okay. I don't think, I don't know if I'm answering your question right, but I don't think that drug use creates an ability. I think something has to be there already. And then Mm. what it does is either heighten heighten something that you already have or dampening something that's that's hindering you from from displaying what you have. Mm-hmm. So if we're looking at stimulants, for example, cocaine, crack, I don't know about crack, but uh, Adderall, Ritalin, something like that, I would say that you may already have the ability, and what it does is heighten that ability. Like, all right, so I'll, self-disclaimer, right? So I've been dealing with ADHD for forever, right? right? In my particular case, it's not so much that it gave me ability that that I don't already have. Right, it just took away some of the things that were, that were causing me to not use that ability. So, like one of my fears was uh, I have a so like I have like the inattentive type. So I would forget things a lot, you know, 
Like you mm-hmm. would tell me something and give me like three tasks to do. And I'll forget like two of those right after you said them. And so then that bro's anxiety around, oh my God, I have to remember something. And I know I have a problem with remembering. So that anxiety then affects what I do, you know, or right. the jobs that I take or the people that I, that I associate with or whatnot. And so when I started taking like the medication for the ADHD, then the issues that I had as far as remembering things or um, there was no longer an issue. So now I can now display my ability, right? Mm-hmm. Without the fear of, without the fear that came with it before. That makes any sense. Right. No, no, it makes perfect sense. You make, it makes per- absolutely perfect sense. Right. And, and then create something that didn't exist. Right. And I agree with you completely, which is kind of like why in the beginning we we're talking about like um, this combination between like drive and, and, and talent. Right. And, mm-hmm. and then like, but kind of like you're saying that, you know, right. You're like, yours is a prescribed medication for a diagnosed right. condition you have, you know, so that's different than what's also completely different than like uh, abusing illegal substances, even though people who are abusing illegal substances are oftentimes self-medicating a diagnosable right. condition. And, you know, like, uh, you know, ADHD medication is a stimulant. It's just a legal form and it's, uh, and you know what you're getting, right? And like cocaine's mm-hmm. a stimulant. It's a, they do similar things on the body. It's just one's way more dangerous and bad for you because, um, well, they both can be harmful if they can, yeah. but cocaine is like cut with garbage on the street and you don't know where true. it's coming from. It's just like true, dirty, true, true. you know, and there's no dosage <laughs> amount. You're just taking, you know, you're kind of just taking it. But I mean, the same thing can be said about prescribed medication if you're not using it as prescribed. You know, sure. like, yeah, yeah, the you damage can abuse be, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the damage can be the same. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, and what we know uh, about, and this is off topic from where I was going, but what we know about, uh, you know, schizophrenia or psychotic disorders is that it's caused by too much dopamine in the brain and mm-hmm. stimulants give you too much dopamine. So, if you abuse stimulants, um, you can enter a, a drug induced psychotic episode. I've experienced yes. that firsthand. As I've told our viewers, I'm sober, um, sober nine years, almost 10 years now. Uh, and I have had drug induced schizophrenia from cocaine use. It's a, oh, wow. This is the craziest thing you could ever, other than like, I've never, obviously, I don't have schizophrenia. So I've never had it naturally occur to me. That probably sounds a lot scarier, I'd imagine. But I've had right. it drug induced, the drug induced version. And, right. It's not like taking LSD or mushrooms. Like the hallucinations you see feel very, very real. And the delusions that you mm. have in your mind feel very, very real. And right. I imagine that's probably some version of that is what a manic episode with psychotic features feels like right. for people that have right. bipolar disorder. Um, but circling back around is like, you know, you kind of said that you know, if you didn't take that medicine, right, it would kind of block you from being able to do the the, the skills that you, you already have, right? Because when... To a degree. like To a degree. And, right. So there's other things that you... Like, and I guess in my case, right, I also have a tendency to pick up different things. Like, uh, I taught myself how to work on my car. I taught myself how to sew my clothes. I taught myself how to, like... Um, make music like music production stuff like that that's, mm-hmm. that's for me that's a natural thing that I, i'm always wanting to learn something new and try something new right mm-hmm. um and when i do it, i have this obsessive component where i have to master it to a degree yep right yeah and so it's not like oh you're learning the good you're learning guitar 
And then you learn three chords and I put it down. It's like, I need to learn everything about the guitar, everything about it. And then I put it down and then I pick up something else. Right. Right. And so does that art, did that art exist before I took medication? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Did medication affect that to a degree? Yes. Um, But did it affect it? Did it affect it in a negative way? I'm going to say in my case, no. Okay. What it is that because I have the, like, because I have ADHD, I have, um, it's hard to stay focused on something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I may like rock out and learn something, like spend a lot of time in learning something, but the amount of time it would take for me to get that done, um, I guess might've been longer than if I were on medication because with the medication that helps me focus on a regular, that's the difference. It helps me focus on a regular basis. Right. So I may learn something, but it may be three, four or five weeks before I pick up something that I obsess over. Because you mm-hmm. also have that hyper-focus component too, where when I focus on something, it's more so than someone else who doesn't have ADHD focuses on it because it's, that's a component of the illness. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so what with the... And I may do something amazing, but it'll be like months, six, seven, eight months down the road. Whereas if I'm taking medication, I'm able to focus on a regular basis. Right. So I might get there sooner. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. No, 100%. Right. I think your way is the is in line with the mental health industry, right? Okay, what do you mean? Well, you know, in me- in the mental health industry, we prescribe Adderall and uh, you know, and you know, those are the medications that we would prescribe so, uh, for someone that has ADHD. So, I don't in your case mental health treatment wouldn't get in the way of that, right? Right. Right. Where um, if you're abusing cocaine or something, um Right. Or let's and it's a- or let's There's use a balance, a, you know. Yeah, or let's use one that's a little like, you know, because maybe if you're abusing cocaine, maybe you have undiagnosed high, a, adult ADHD, and then we can mm-hmm. give you Adderall instead, and then you don't abuse the Adderall because you're or not really an no addict. Or yeah. And then so let's use a different example where the treatment isn't so clear cut and helpful, and we'll use uh, bipolar disorder, like you brought up, right? And then mm-hmm. maybe you're being the most creative during your manic episodes. And the right. way we're going to treat your problem is uh, if it has psychotic features, we might even give you like an antipsychotic where we cut mm-hmm. your dopamine levels off. And then we're going to give you right. a mood stabilizer, too. And right. that is going to like stifle your creativity horribly. Right. right. So in that yeah. sense, mental health treatment would get in the way of you achieving your artistic or creative uh, goals. Yeah. And it's and the, I guess for me the question is to whose detriment is it to your detriment is it to society's detriment you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it may save you you may be fine but whatever gift you had to give mankind you know may then be stifled right 